Welcome to Warriors for Christ, where we hope to encourage, inspire, and bring people closer to Jesus Christ. Hey everybody, what's going on? Um, today, we have another special guest today, and her name is Savannah. How you doing? What's up? I'm <laughs> great. Uh, that's, that's good. Uh, we actually met Savannah through... Um, through youth group. Through youth group. And she just wanted to be on today. Mm-hmm. And um, mind if I ask you a few questions? Sure. Well, can I say something first? Okay, sure. If you remember from the last episode where we talked about worship, Savannah was also on there as one of our special guests, and she did an outstanding job on there. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one thing I was asked is just, uh, how did you, what was your first experience with faith, or not with faith, with Christianity? Um, well, I've always grown up in the church. Um, my parents... Um, took me and my older brother to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to go to a very Southern Baptist church. Um, I haven't talked to those people probably since I was three. Uh, okay, and then wow. my family followed uh, the children's ministry who actually wanted to start his own church. And so we followed him for a while. And then so I popped around to a lot of different churches and ultimately um, settled at the Cove, which where I met these two lovely dudes. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, which is a non-denominational church. I, I just love, I love being in a church and being with community, so. I do too. It's very, it's very nice. Um, hmm. I just want to say, what really strengthened your faith with God? What, what was that really catalyst for it? <laughs> oh, I... I've had so many moments where I thought, that I there have been many times where I've wanted to walk away or I've questioned it I mean as you get as you grow up and you you struggle with um, the worldly views versus the Christian views and you have your friends who have these certain opinions and you're like do I agree with these opinions or do I um, continue to follow what God and the Bible says and I had a lot of identity issues with that growing up um, there are a lot there's a lot of times where I've struggled I know that recently um I I struggled with a really rough, it was a personal addiction, and I'm not going to go into details, but it was just one that I struggled with and that I was very guilty about for a long time. I mean, I struggled with it for probably seven years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> and it's one that I, only I'm in control of. Like, mm. it's just something that I kept going back to and going back to and going back to, and I had a lot of guilt and I had a lot of shame and I, you know, I, God forgives all of that. And I just went through phases where I just, I didn't believe that God, I mean, I know God forgave sins and he does, he does all the time and you wake up every day and like with a blank slate, but I just, mm-hmm. I just had so much guilt and shame laid on my heart and it just, it, it, it was rough for a long time. And I got to a point where, um, I was able to get through it and I worked my way through it and I, that's actually this past this past year, I rededicated as a 21 year old who truly understood God's love, and I truly felt free from the guilt and shame that I'd felt for seven years. So that was a really big moment in my life where I was like, "Wow, this is what it's like, and this is what it is." Oh yeah, for sure. I remember when you got baptized. 
Yeah, I actually got baptized because of you guys from Josh and just hanging out at the Cove because, I mean, I feel yeah, because I went through the same thing. I struggled a lot, you know, with my faith, you know, questioned everything every day, wondering why I kept waking up, all this other good stuff. And now I'm Christian trying to do this podcast, you know, to help with my faith and move forward. Yeah, I think that's important too. So, mm-hmm. so today's topic actually is faith. And Austin here has the dictionary term for faith. Yes. The dictionary says that faith is to like trust or believe in something. But relating to like the Bible is how we believe in God. And like how you go to church and you have to believe, I guess, how Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And there's this verse that goes along with with it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only only son, and for whoever believes in him will not perish but have it, eternal life. Meaning, like, if, if you believe in God and that God sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, then you would not go to hell but live, like, the afterlife in heaven. Mm-hmm. But I do also believe, yes, you do have to believe that Jesus died for our sins, and I, I agree with getting baptized. Like, what baptism is, like, committing to God and Jesus, and he, like, takes our lives and wipes all the sin away. Mm-hmm. Like, and you also have to accept Jesus as, like, your Savior. And he, he kind of just gives us, like, the chance to start over. Mm-hmm. Well, what's really cool about God is that he He gives you the chance to start over yes, every day. that's true. Like, I, I never forget one person told me, because um, whenever I was struggling really hard with my shame, they're like, you realize that, God forgives you every day. So every day you wake up, all of what you did yesterday is gone. It's a blank slate. God already forgave you for it. So there's no point in you holding yourself back and constantly being um, ashamed whenever God has already moved on and forgotten it. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, and I mean, for me, for faith, faith is also for believing like you can have faith like we have faith in god like all of us have faith in god and the thing is we i haven't seen god you know i haven't either i I don't severely have you seen god (laughs) (laughs) no i wish that'd be cool so you know just have having faith in something that is you know that you can't see is also kind of a struggle Mm -hmm. which i think was also part Mm -hmm. for me why i struggled so much with faith it was Mm -hmm. because why should I believe in something that I can't see? And for like a Bible, for a person, a Bible who I relate to is Thomas. So in Hebrews 11, one, um, to sum up the story a little bit, this is after Jesus got crucified. Um, he goes up to Thomas. He has holes in his hands and his feet. Oh uh, yeah. And, um, he says now faith or Jesus says, I'm sorry. Now faith is assurance of things hoped for, to the conviction of things not seen which basically means you could have faith in stuff that cannot be seen mm-hmm. for, for example god mm-hmm. so i think that's also a really interesting verse you know just to read and take a read at and anything you got to say about it well kind of going back with like what savannah said i did get baptized because i kind of felt the pressure too i was just going through so much stuff and i wanted to change that and I felt by doing that, like, I'd become a better person and that I loved God and Jesus and I loved being at church. And But even after that, today, I'm still trying to change and become, like, the person that God wants me to be. Right. And he also, like... No, important. Yeah. And I'm praying more, um, have, trying to have more quiet time with the Lord and worshiping and reading the Bible, which is all important. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah, I think it's important to know that baptism itself isn't necessarily what, um, but going in and out of the water is much more of a symbolic thing rather yes. than it being the fact of, oh, I'm a whole new person. It's much more of the fact of the symbolic aspect of I'm publicly announcing to everyone here and to God that I've asked you into my heart again and I genuinely mean it. And, you know, because like some people get baptized. I mean, six times in their life. Like, every time you just like, yeah. wrong, you want to get back. And, like, these people want to get baptized. And I'm like, that's not what it's for. You know I mean? Like, if, like, with me, I got baptized when I was six. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just, I, a six-year-old has a certain vision of God in their mind. Right. And that is obviously not the God that I knew whenever I was 21. So oh, yeah. I think that's another aspect that's important to talk about is the fact that baptism is is very important and I think that it's needed, but I don't think that it needs to be used as a way of, you know, getting away from the past life. Does yeah, that make sense? Right. Like it, it shouldn't yeah. be used over and over and over and over and over again. Like it should be used the one or two times that you need it. And then, right. cause you're, cause you're still the human being that you were before you got baptized. Kind of. Yeah. Well, like yeah. you're you're a new person with God, but you still have to work just as hard to break the habits that you had before you got baptized. Does that make sense? Yeah, like um, again, like you know, you know, symbolizing you know, wash away all your sins. So uh, you know, I I understand too. You know, I get it because you know, a lot of people again do do it a lot. But for example, you know, when you were six and you were twenty one, you know, some people you know you grow with faith, you learn new things because of course you know mm-hmm. you're not gonna know everything when you're like six or seven years old. Or, you know, like, when you're an infant, like, sometimes, I know in some religions, they mm-hmm. baptize them when they're, like, a month old. But That's you know. just, like, a traditional, like, Catholic church thing, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, just, you know, from an infant to, you know, say, for me, I'm 20. I was baptized as an infant also. Really? Mm-hmm. Through the Catholic church. Oh. Yeah, some schools do, um, not schools, <laughs> sorry, I'm still in school brain. <laughs> I know that my dad was Lutheran, and they did sprinkling whenever he was a baby yeah yeah i never knew that was a thing until i think like a year ago but you know mm-hmm. again you know just from like an infant to now you know your faith's changed your play like your point of view of uh, world changed everything's yeah, changed your understanding has yeah. changed yeah. too yeah <laughs> so you know i think you know if you're young and you need to get baptized that's great but i think also the reason why people kind of do it over and over again is because you know, they see themselves in like a different light than they did the last time so you know i get it like i don't think that the overuse of it kind of dwindles down the meaning of baptism i think right. that's what i'm trying to get at too right but you know at the same time you know if you see yourself in a new light and you understand more about you know hey god is real i accept him until my life and you know i know more of the word I think you know. Hey, let's let that let that person get baptized. You know, it's kind of his personal journey with God. Yes. Yeah, I think if God's calling you to it, then go for it. You know, mm-hmm. if you think it's something that God is saying, "Hey, you, I want you to get baptized again," then go for it. I mean, that's what happened to me. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what faith is too: is having that close relationship with God too. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though you can't see Him, yes. you know, we still have faith. Well, you can still feel Him through your heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's complete trust in the yeah. one who created you. And I think that it's, <laughs> there are many times in life where it is very hard to push through and have faith, especially with the world war now. I mean, there's oh, yeah, more negativity sure. sometimes than, than positivity. And I think that faith is the only thing that can really get us through 
day to day, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, especially yeah, you know, now that we're all, you know, stuck at home, school is just starting to start back and unstart back in uh back with homes and online and everything. It's it's really stressful time now and kind fear. of yeah, mm-hmm. with fear going on about people with their health. It's you know, a lot of people are just scared and don't know where to go to, so you know, it's it's a yeah. really challenging time. I know I was talking to Eric He's also one of our youth leaders yesterday when we had that church meeting. But he kind of, like, mentioned, like, that there is people committing suicide because of COVID because they're so depressed and upset that all their things got canceled. But mm. honestly, for me, I'm happy that I'm alive and I'm healthy mm. and that I still get to, like, hang out with my friends and even do this podcast. I really enjoy doing this, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, you know, that's why I say, you know, we need to be with each other more, you know, yeah. talk to you, sort of reach out to that person. We're all, we're all actually blessed. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, even though it might be, like, feels like the end of the world, kind of, you know, just having that helping hand, you know, in times of need, again, like, with the people that are depressed, and even just saying a simple hello, you know, with our kindness episode, saying a simple, hey, you know, how are you, I hope you're doing okay, you know, I'm here for you, just a simple, that will make somebody's world, you know, especially right now. Well, and any, <laughs> even if any time you need help, just pray to God. And it is time for verse of the day. Today's, we have two verses. They come from the book of First Timothy, chapter 2, verses 5 through 6. For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Jesus, excuse me, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. Now, this is, basically describes the subject of having faith. The man Christ Jesus, 100% God and 100% man, Jesus Christ, he is the only subject of our faith. There is a Latin word that describes it. It is called sola fide, faith alone. And I believe the full verse goes, we are saved by faith alone, sola fide, through the grace of Christ Jesus alone, sola gratia, as it is recorded in the scriptures alone, sola scriptura. And that is how the verse of the day ties into our topic of faith. Now, Savannah, do you have any examples of, you know, your faith or your struggle or anything like that? Oh, I have many, but one that really changed my outlook on life and faith and everything in general happened to me between my junior and senior years of high school, which was was four, five years ago. I'm a senior in college now, so yeah, (laughs) Um, three to four. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I was a junior in high school, uh, I have an older, I had an older brother who was three years older than me. His name was Austin. And one day he had woken up and felt something on his head, mm. like a bump. And so my mom took him to the hospital and 
they got everything checked out and I was still at school and I remember I got a call um I was at a play practice I did plays in high school and my mom called and asked um for me to come up there and see them so my grandma came and picked me up and I was driving up there and it's probably an hour, an hour and a half drive. And I'm just sitting here, like all these thoughts going through my brain, like what is going on, what's happening. And I get up there and my parents are in the room. My brother's on the hospital bed. And uh, I get told that my brother has cancer. Oh. Uh, he had what was called Ewing sarcoma, which is a pediatric bone cancer. He had multiple tumors all over his body. He had two on his skull. He had multiple in his um, spine, multiple on his pelvis. He had one about the size of, of a football around his liver. Oh, wow. Um, might I add, this boy still ate uh, more than I could eat in my entire life on a daily basis. So I don't know how that happened, but you know. <sighs> and, you know, he's just sitting there and he's smiling at me just smiling. I'm like, you're looking at me telling me you have cancer with a smile on your face. Um, and this, I, when I tell you, I have no idea because he, he found out three days before he turned 20. So this oh, is a wow. 19 year old kid. He, he was a kid. Get told that he's pretty much got a death sentence. I mean, they didn't think he would survive two weeks with the number of tumors in his body. And he told my mom, he was like, well, you know, the first song you ever taught me was Jesus Loves Me. And so you can't get mad either way because I'm either healed here or I'm healed in heaven and I'm with God, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, "If so, he's like, I have it for a reason. He's like, otherwise God wouldn't give it to me. So if someone's healed through it, then that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And so the way he looked at life, that I... I can't even explain to you how that changed. And like he, he was in and out of the hospital for like, he would be like in the hospital for like a week on chemo treatments, then come home for a week and then go back for two days and then come home for a week. Oh, wow. For like a year. And he had probably 20 treatments total. Um, and he, he went, he went, he went out with his friends on the weekends. Like he was living life to the fullest. Like he was having conversations with people. He was just very open about his faith and very, and what he believed in and um he went in for his last chemo treatment on a sunday i believe and this was probably a year after he had been diagnosed and started getting treatments mm-hmm. or just short of a year right and he caught pneumonia <sighs> and so that pretty much wrecked his entire system um, his whole body had a shutdown. Oh, wow. Um, he had, he like, he went in and out of consciousness several times. Um, it got to the point where they were going to intubate him and, and all this stuff. And he was getting wheeled into the um, surgery room. And the doctor looked at him. He's like, you know, I could lose you on the table right now. And Austin just looked at him, smiled, and said, it's all good. I'm good. And, um, but then I got a call that night. And I got told to come to the hospital. And by the time I had gotten there, he had pretty much left um i got there and they had pretty much had him hooked up to the machine and had him breathing like there was nothing left of him at that point oh wow um but (laughs) without the way like without him handling it the way he did my family would not have stayed together the way it did oh yeah i know he was 
really he was really that's, brave there. Yeah, that takes that's some very very strong faith. I can't even say I haven't had that amount of faith yet. That's <laughs> so, yeah, that is strong faith. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm 22, and I can't imagine having to sit there and be told I could, I could die in two weeks and be like, oh, it's fine. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I would be freaking um, out. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't want to even know what to do. Oh yeah. But yeah, and so after seeing the way he lived his last year, living like, I mean, this kid had cancer, and you would never have thought. <laughs> I mean, he was just as free and as open and as happy as he could be. And so I had really bad anxiety issues all through high school for multiple reasons. Um, mm. And so my senior year, because he passed away right at the end of my senior year. So he didn't see me graduate. Oh. He didn't see me at prom. He didn't see me at my musical. Like it was like right before all my big moments in high school. And I just had to like, get myself together and be like well he's still watching me and he's still there and you know i'm sitting here worried about a test grade or i'm sitting here worried about you know mm. the minuscule stuff in life when this kid was dealing with like a death sentence disease and was like eh, it's fine i'm fine we're good man so i yeah my anxiety i mean i still have anxiety issues i'm not gonna go they just disappeared but yeah I I've cons I've constantly remind myself of like, you know, it, it th what you're dealing with is just this moment right now. Like it's not gonna define your whole life and your whole future. And so that's why I got a tattoo. My brother passed away. Um, it's on my wrist to constantly remind me. But it's it's the symbols that represent God is greater than the highs and lows because I just want to remind myself that ultimately whatever I'm going through, God is in it and God knows what's going to happen. It's part of God's plan and God knows what decisions I'm going to make before I make them. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, you know, God's got it and what's going to happen is going to happen and I should just, you know, live through it, through the sad times, the happy times, all of it. And that's why I'm okay talking about my brother at this point because ultimately like he, he lived his life and he would be kicking me in the butt if I was sitting here swallowing in the pity and the depression that I would have been in without realizing how much faith he had in his God and my God and everything. Yeah, that, oh, that's, yeah. that's what, honestly what I strive to be because I tell you, that's... Whew. That was touchy. Oh, man. But, I told you it was a heavy topic, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he was a true legend at what it sounds like. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, um, I actually have a similar story. Um, so I have a friend named John. Uh, shout out to John if he's watching this. Um, he actually asked him before this podcast if it was okay for me to talk about it. Oh, he did. Mm -hmm. um, so his grandmother, um, she was also I forgot what she had. Um, I think she had a heart disease. Oh wow! And heart palpitation or something like that. And all of a sudden, she had a heart attack and went to cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. She went to the hospital. Mm -hmm. She turned out being fine, but the doctors were saying, you know, hey, she's not going to survive. Mm -hmm. So they, I know John went to, this was around, again, like I think this was about my freshman, sophomore year when I was first starting to meet with him. And every day he would go to the hospital for, I think, about a year or two. And he would go every day. You know, he, was, he was bawling his eyes out, even for like the last few months when... You know, her, everything was just shutting down. Mm -hmm. And 
she would just be there sitting there smiling his whole family was crying each time they would go and his grandmother was just like why are you crying and i know john was he told me this exact story when it happened it was like because you're dying grandma i mean you know this is really touching is like she's like don't cry you know god has me i'm going to heaven and i know it um so don't cry for me you know be happy that i'm going to someplace better right right and just those words and like thinking about that like you're on basically your deathbed right like you're dying and just to say you know hey god has me you know i have Mm -hmm. all this faith you know i'm going to heaven and she said i know i'm going to heaven and he said after that you know he kind of felt at peace and he actually got stronger with god because of that oh yeah so and i think this is also my first time when i was actually starting to lose faith when i started you know trying to go on that back on that track towards god you know just you know him just saying that story you know it's it's really hard to you know just think about you know hey you're gonna die someday right like you are I mean, going to die that's right. that's what yeah. the bible says that's what life yeah. is everyone's all, something's mm-hmm. gonna happen one day yeah so it's, and just you know when that day comes claiming that you're gonna go to heaven right like you know you've done everything you've you could do on this earth you know mm-hmm. you've done anything you followed the word you know everything it's just saying hey i'm going to heaven that's 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 really strong stuff so you know i just want to shout him out for that story for let me tell that story oh um, yeah thank you for what Amen, man. i mean that's John. it's rough i mean the emotional toll on him was probably just as ter- i mean like the person going through it is rough but the emotional toll of someone just ha- you having to watch that person wither away is just terrible too you know oh yeah that's that's just awful and you know i i you know i thank him for this story i'm glad we're still friends to now to this day because you know, he congratulated me also when I got baptized and all the good stuff. So, you know, I really thank him for being in my life and giving me that story to sell. Cause... Tell him to join us on the podcast someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can't get him on one day. But, um, you know, I thought, hey, you know, that's that's a really touchy story, man. So, I mean. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't even know. Like, to think about, like, what, how I would feel if my parents or brother, if I had to go through that mm-hmm. or even my close family members well let's hope you don't yeah i've never that on anyone you know i know I just... but my dad he, he told me one time he's like if i when i do die for my funeral i want everyone like have have like a party and be happy oh that's what we did for my brother man we had a celebration of life we played his favorite songs we sang worship songs we prayed it was much we, we didn't have a funeral we had a celebration of life and when i tell you i've never seen so many people show up to a <laughs> celebration of life in my life bro there were so many people there that just shows how much yeah how much of an impact i think i think it should be like that though yeah i always thought like even like as a kid that kind of makes you you know like when i was a kid i always thought you know why funerals you know were always so sad why we always focus the death part i always thought they should be you know celebrating the person's life what he did or she did how he or she touched everyone's lives like accomplishments achievements Mm -hmm. and all that Mm -hmm. celebrate you know what they've done and just how they've, you know, again, impacted everyone's lives. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do you, do you guys have any other um, stories you'd like to share? I, I don't I really think I have one. nothing to relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a funny one. Oh, go, go ahead. It's about my brother, though, again, but this is funny. <laughs> so, when my brother was, like, three, mm-hmm. um, before I was born, 
uh, he told he went to a, a friend, family friend's house who she had a daughter and a son. Uh-huh. And he came home and told my mom, Mom, I want a baby girl sister. Aw. Uh. <laughs> the exact words. I want a baby girl sister. And I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll pray about it every night before we go to bed and we'll see what happens. Mm. So every night he prayed to God for like, I think a solid week at that point. And probably two weeks later or so, my mom was pregnant. Oh, wow. Like straight up pregnant like not it was just happened and so my brother was telling everybody everybody it's a girl it's it's my baby girl sister it's a girl and my mom was trying to be like a a a parent be like look sometimes god gives us things we don't want because it could be a boy like they yeah. know the gender at this point. Pippi, like, Pippi what if shot. I was a boy? And you'd be heartbroken. Like, she's like, don't tell people it's a girl when we don't know what it is. Right. And so they went. They went and got a sonogram. Whenever it was time to get a sonogram, found out that I was a girl. And my mom and dad were crying, and they were so excited. My brother looked at them. He was like, I told you, <laughs> I prayed to God for a girl, and He gave me a girl. That's awesome. So <laughs> that's why my middle name is Faith. Oh. Um, and but so here's the funny thing. So as I got older and I learned this story, every time I got on, I got on my brother's last nurse, mm-hmm. I would look at him and I'd say, listen here, bub, you prayed for this to exist. <laughs> you got it. Okay. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but see, like, it's, it's amazing to know, to, to see the, the faith of a child to just do that too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always but really good that, to see my that. My dad was like, now listen, Austin, don't be praying to God for any more babies about telling me and mom first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Got any other stories, Austin? Well, I don't have a personal story, but I have someone from the Bible. I chose John the Baptist, mm-hmm. and he was born to Zechariah and Elizabeth, which they lived in the country of Judea, I don't, Judah, however you say it. Uh, but was but was really cool is like he was a cousin to Jesus because like Elizabeth she was related to Mary as a cousin mm-hmm. but anyways uh, John and Jesus they're only like I think a month apart in age and John he followed the footsteps of his father because his father was a preacher he also became a preacher and John believed in God and he built his ministry around like God's salvation and he was a minister who would travel around the country and he would preach and baptize others. And as John was growing up, he learned about the Old Testament, learning about how great God is, and learning about the great people who were connected to God and were making who were making a difference, which he also did too. Mm-hmm. And he walked his life with Christ, and he did live away so he can connect directly with the Lord. But he was filled with great passion, and he applied it to like others. And he also taught like many people how to live like a new life after baptism. And I think just John, he showed great faith here. He was connected with God and leading others closer to God. Mm-hmm. And by encouraging and inspiring them, also by baptizing and helping them, teaching them like how to become and walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is like the summary of John's story. Like if we talk more about baptism, I'll definitely refer to him again and mention mm-hmm. him. And did you, did you know that uh, John the Baptist also baptized Jesus? Really? Mm-hmm. I did. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. I did. I knew that, but I was, I was just going to like, we'll have to talk about that more when we talk about baptism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, ne- I never do that. Huh. Really? 
I, I, I told you, I'm new to this. You know, I'm still trying to learn. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm still learning here. But um, it seems like, you know, that's all the time we got for today. Well, I actually have something I want to... I've, like, heard this quote multiple times. I want to know what you guys think on it. Oh, okay. Like, they say that God doesn't care what you do, but he cares, like, who you are and who you become. Like, what, what do you think about that? Hmm. God doesn't care... So, what I think is, again, I think we're going to go back to the baby thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a little kid, you don't know anything, right? So, it depends on how you're raised, what type of, you know, circumstances you're brought up in. You know, but he doesn't care about who you are. You know, I, I'm thinking of this, you know, as growing up as a child. He doesn't care about, you know, he cares about you, of course. Yeah. You know, he's not going to really judge you until, you know, because, like, say, for instance, you're a baby, right? You don't, I don't want to think, you know, you don't, you can't really commit sin if you're, a, like, a little tiny baby. Well, yeah, because you would do something and not even know you did it. Yeah, so, you know, you're a child, you don't know anything, that's why I think. So, it's really, when you start to grow up more, know what sin is, know what faith is, know what baptism is, know what God is, all those types of things. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what it means, you know, like, who you become, not who you are. Yeah. Right? It depends on, like, your journey. Repeat the quote. It's not. Is he, he? He. What? Repeat the quote one more time. Well, I've heard this quote before. He doesn't care. God doesn't care who you are, but like what you become and who who you become. Well, I think it relates to the present you. So, yeah. like, it's like kind of like what Brandon was talking about, but it's kind of like where like, he doesn't care about the past, just like how you like you're struggling yeah. or uh-huh. you're dealing with something, or you know, you may not say believe in God at that moment, but ultimately. You know, he cares about who you become, especially if, like, because, like, God has, our lives are predestined. We don't know it. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen. I right. mean, we, we're, like, we're making choices, but God knew what we were going to say or do before we even knew it. And so yeah. I think yeah. that he knows who you become, mm-hmm. and that's why he cares so much about it, is because he knows, ultimately, what's going to happen. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a really interesting quote, too. Where yeah. did you get that from? I was just, like, looking up. Uh, I forget. I was looking up stuff about faith, and I, that's what I saw. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, for, you know, for me, for a person with the Bible, again, Thomas, you know, with the whole putting the um, his fingers through Tom, or sorry, Jesus' holes through his hand, you know, don't, you know, blessed those to who believe in me through, you know, not seeing me. Yeah. I can't remember the exact quote, I'm sorry. But Oh, I know. Is it like we live by faith not by sight? Yeah, we live by faith and not by sight. I don't remember. Is that uh Corinthians something? I thought that was Hebrews. Is it Hebrews? I think it's Hebrews. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember yeah. the exact verse, but I just remember it. Yeah, Bible so. memory. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a quote about having faith but a mustard seed. I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Mustard seed. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I don't know what but that's one too. Mhm. Do you remember where that's from? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can say I do. I I don't know the exact verse or anything, but I do remember it. And I don't know. I'm yeah, that, that, like, that's how I, I remembered really? that verse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like uh, at my old church, Denver Baptist. I participated in like the Bible quizzes, and I would remember the verses and stuff. I mm-hmm. can still remember some of them though, especially John three sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I think I think that knowing that verse is like a rite of passage. Everyone, everyone knows that verse. Mm-hmm. 
windows that one, especially by the end of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know that one for sure. But, um, you know. Like, you have a funny story we can share about that one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, you know, again, I want to thank you, Savannah, for joining us for the podcast. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for the invitation. I hope I didn't depress you too much with mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good to get you on here again. But uh, before we cut this episode here, today's intro song we played is What Faith Can Do by Cutlass. And when we talk about faith today, this song like instantly came up to my head. And it's a big Christian song. And it like shows us God's power and what he can do if we believe him. And like what faith, we said faith is. And when we, are, here's, when we are down, we can get stronger by not giving up and praying and asking for God's help. And we worship him for how wonderful and how great he is. Mm-hmm. He also can. He also gives us and blesses us with great miracles. Mm-hmm. He can make happen for us. And here's one of the lyrics I that I, I like is, uh, "Broken hearts can become brand new." I think like relating to like what we talked about baptism, how like God and Jesus gives us like a new chance to start over and wipe that sin away. That's what I think. What they mean is by like making our hearts brand new and wiping our sins away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, I like your little, you know. Um, song verses. Oh yeah, for, I think like that's the, cool. Oh yeah, and the verse of the day, I enjoy that too. Mm-hmm. With Alan. Mm-hmm. Now, um, again, thank you for you know you being here, Savannah. Thank you all for listening. Um, sadly, Alan couldn't be here today because of uh, personal issues. But he's still doing the verse of the day but, for us. Yeah, he should still be doing the verse of the day. But um, Ozzy, do you want to say something? Oh yes, uh, I said in the last episode that we were going to talk about prayer. But instead, Brandon, he wanted to talk about faith, which I think was a good, important topic to talk about. And also, we're kind of waiting for one of our special guests to join us for prayer, which he's good at talking about prayer. So <laughs> we're going to wait for him on that. So for next week, we don't know exactly what we're going to do yet for next week. But we, we should, or sorry, yeah, for next week. But we still should have something for you guys. Oh, yeah, and if, if you want to give us any feedback of what you w- would like to hear us talk about in the future, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And again, we are accepting questions now, too. So you guys have any questions for us or Alan, you know, just let us know. Oh, yeah, we'll get a hold of Alan. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you all for listening. Um, have a blessed day, and uh, God bless. Thank you, guys. <laughs>